0: Yo, City Point, it is time to jump into the word. We are continuing this series Never Knew a L- 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 Love Like This, or the Faith Evans version, if you prefer. Uh, but we have been in the series of preaching that. Uh, Connects the love of God to also the love that we are charged to have for one another and also starts to look at what that love should look like in our relationships, be they romantic or friendships, or even talking about our relationship with ourself uh, in terms of self-love. And so today I want to continue that series off. If you've missed any of it, go check out our YouTube channel. In fact, if you have not subscribed, it's a perfect time to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. And then also the Dope Church podcast will be updated soon. The updating is currently underway. So you'll be able to go there and check out our sermons from this series as well. So looking forward to jumping into this word today. I want to talk about the three B's of relationship, the three B's of relationship. Hope that it will be a blessing to you. And uh, let's jump right into a word of prayer and jump right into this thing. Lord, we thank you for and I thank you for giving me this chance to preach your word. I count it as a privilege. Lord, anytime you give me a a chance to to sit or stand in front of your folks to proclaim your word. I pray that you will speak through me with courage, with power, with conviction uh, in a way that will be transformational to those that hear it. I pray that this will be a time that you will meet your people where they are. And I just simply want to be used in the process. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. The three B's of relationship. The three B's of relationship. Relationships are difficult. I don't need to tell you that. If you have been in a relationship any amount of time, you recognize that they are difficult. Um, they are difficult because we are challenged with uh, whatever are the, the idiosyncrasies of the other person that we're in the relationship with. But then we're also challenged because of just who we are and and just the, the idiosyncrasies of ourselves. But we still want to be able to be in lasting and meaningful relationships notwithstanding. And so the question is, what do we have to do in order to have effective relationships with each other. I, I wanna jump into the word of God with us today and I wanna challenge us in, in several ways with regard to what I'm calling the three Bs of relationships. So I, I won't waste any time. I'm, I'm gonna jump right into this thing, into the first one of the Bs. The first B is be satisfied. That's right, be satisfied. Let's look at Proverbs 5, chapter 18, I'm uh, sorry, Proverbs 5, verses 18 through twenty. The Message Bible puts it this way. It says, enjoy the wife you married as a young man, lovely as an angel, beautiful as a rose. Don't ever quit taking delight in her body. Ne- never take her love for granted. Why Why would you trade enduring intimacies for cheap thrills with a whore? For dalliance with a promiscuous stranger. I know there's some language there. Um, so y'all, y'all bear with the word on that one. Let let me just say to you all that one of the things that challenges our relationships is dissatisfaction and greener grass mentality, right? It it ultimately will leave you always searching, looking for that next thing, that thing that is better. Um, So let me say to you that whether you are dating or whether you are married or whether you are looking, let, let me say to you that you need to commit to being present. And being committed to one at a time. Let let me say that you also need to be satisfied, meaning um, a satisfaction with the flattery and the affirmation, all of that stuff that comes from that particular person that you are engaging with at that time. Again, whether we're talking about marriage or uh, engaged or dating, one at a time, please being fully satisfied with that person we're with. There is uh, this deep FOMO that people tend to experience um, in relationships, whether we talk about married or across the gamut, where they are worried about what they are missing out on. But the Bible challenges us that we are to be satisfied with what we have. Now, in this particular passage that I share with you, this Uh, indeed, is the Proverbs writer uh, talking about uh, specifically within the confines of a marriage relationship. That's what the scripture is challenging us on. But but I want to push us that in the same way that whether we're talking about in marriage or outside of marriage, in the same way that we have expectations that a person that we are, uh, working on taking a relationship to the next level with in the same way that we carry the expectation that there is going to be exclusivity, that there is going to be focus on figuring out how to make this work and if this can go to the next phase. But in the same way we have those expectations that the other person, the other partner also ought to be able to have those same expectations. Some people... Struggle with greener grass simply because they want to see whether or not they still got it. And so I want to raise the question, why do you still need it? Brother, you got beautiful wife at home. Why do you need to know whether or not you still got it? Why do you need it and what do you need to do with it? Sister, you you got a a husband or you've got a fiance that is committed, that is has decided that they want to spend the rest of their life with you. Why do you need the flattery and the affirmation that can come from others? Why do you need to see if you still got it? The question that I raise to you is why do you still need it? And I raise this question to us here today, and I hope that you can see yourself in this question. Why do we feel like we still need to make sure that we have it? What do we plan to do with it? Is it a security blanket to help us feel secure about ourselves? Or is it a security plan just in case the relationship doesn't work? i love the song by method man and mary j that says that you are all i need to get by yeah the 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 words that that line in that song communicates this deep sentiment of satisfaction that, that that I know that there are some other people out there. I, I know that there are people that are, are built differently and shaped differently and have different things going on for themselves. But, but when it comes to what I need to get by, I am satisfied with what this partner provides in this relationship. So the first B of relationships is be satisfied. Be satisfied, be satisfied, be satisfied. For some of us, the source of many of our arguments is that we're not satisfied. We're trying to reshape and mold somebody into the image of some other person that we wish we were with. (sighs) Be satisfied. For for some of us, the the reason that we went out this weekend uh, uh, so-called with our girls is because we were not satisfied. And so even though you didn't do nothing with it, you wanted to be in a place where you can get looked at, where people could pay you some attention, where they could give you those affirming looks that help you to believe that you still got it because you are not satisfied. I raise the question to you, where would our relationships be? Could they be stronger if we were indeed functioning as satisfied people? Once again, the first B is be satisfied. Let me push this thing along. The second B is be truthful, be truthful. If I had a dollar right now, I would hold up that dollar and I would say to you that that dollar is worth what it is worth. Because we have an agreement in our society that person to person and within our government that it is worth a dollar. Really, when you break it all down, that dollar is really just a piece of paper. It is a piece of paper with some ink on it. And as a result of that money having that ink on it and that sign on it, we ascribe value to it. But really, all it is is just a piece of paper. Let me say to you that when I can no longer trust that that dollar will consistently be worth a dollar, right? Uh, aside from inflation, when I start experiencing that on some days it's worth a dollar and another day it's worth 50 cents and then on some days it's worth 10 cents and sometimes it is worth nothing, my trust in the currency fails and we have potential in our society for chaos. Let me say to you that when you're in a relationship, your words are your currency. When you start lying and when you start telling half of the truth, you are eroding the faith in that currency, the faith in your words. Let let me offer a bit of advice that whether you are dating or just talking to somebody or engaged or married, let me offer you this this bit of advice. Always tell the truth. Yeah, let the truth be the foundation of every single one of your relationships. And if it has not been the foundation of your relationships, today is a good day to start making and letting truth be the foundation. Yeah, sometimes we're afraid of telling the truth because it ultimately reveals a side of us that we don't feel good about, a side of us that we are not proud of. But love is acceptance of even the unlovely sides of us. Here's what the scripture says about truth telling. Ephesians chapter four, verse 25, it says we are part of the same body. So stop lying and start telling each other the truth. Colossians three and nine says, do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. Let me share with you thirdly And finally, the third B. Right. So we got be satisfied. We got be truthful. Y'all need to stop lying. And then we got thirdly. And finally, the third B of relationships is be willing to forgive, be willing to forgive Um, Ephesians 4 and 32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Ephesians 4 and 32 says, put up with each other and forgive anyone who does you wrong, just as Christ has forgiven you. See, we're, we're sticking with this theme of this of this series. It is it is. Loving It is acknowledging the love that we receive through God and then giving that kind of love to other people in our lives. Colossians 3 and 13 says. Colossians 3 and 13. I actually just read that one for you. Put up with each other. Forgive one another. Forgive anyone who does you wrong, just as Christ has forgiven you, has forgiven you. Forgiveness. Will absolutely have to be a part of any relationship because relationships are messy. Yeah, but relationships consist of frail human beings, broken human beings, trying to come together and build whole relationships, doing life with each other. Sometimes it's small stuff, sometimes it's not small. So the question is how do you? or should you forgive to the question, should you forgive? I pose a question, has God forgiven you with limitations? To the question of how to forgive, I say to you, extend the same grace that you've been extended by God. Let me say that again, extend the same grace that you've been extended by God. Yeah, forgiveness does not mean that there are no consequences, though. Let me make that clear. Forgiveness also doesn't even mean staying in the relationship. Forgiveness means letting it go in your heart. If your heart is is a ledger, uh, forgiveness is wiping off the ledger. It is it is effectively saying you don't owe anymore. Forgiveness does not stop the hurting. Forgiveness does not make the pain go away. Forgiveness is not pretending that it never happened. Forgiveness does not just automatically do surgery on our heart and means that it does not hurt anymore. Sometimes it is a long process. Sometimes forgiveness is not a thing that we can do right away. It is a journey that we go on. It is steps that we have to take. It is work that we have to do. And in some cases, it takes years. It takes decades. But as Christians, we start the process. Yeah, we don't harbor hate in our hearts. While it is a process, it's a worthy process because it is is the process by which we have received salvation from God through that process of forgiveness. Let me say this final point about forgiveness as I get ready to close. Y'all don't judge each other and don't shame each other on how we issue forgiveness. Yeah, because people will be quick to say what they would never put up with, that they would never have taken this person back, that this person is crazy for even even staying with this person. Let, Let me just say to you, don't shame anybody and don't guilt anybody over the relationship decisions that they make that include forgiveness. Yeah, Sometimes we want to forgive and move on. But we're shamed into just into actually being harsh. sometimes we want to forgive that partner and just move on with our life together. But it's those friends, how many of us have them, that can sometimes be very into shaming us into being harsh. When that wasn't really what was on our heart and that isn't what we really felt the situation needed or called for. Let let me challenge us that we need to allow people to love and to extend the grace that they want to extend as they see fit. And for them to be able to do it without fear, without without fear of judgment and without fear of being shamed. Those are the three B's of relationships. Be satisfied. Be with who you with. You chose them. You, you decided that they were the person. They worked, that they they were the person of your heart and of your dreams and of the, your desires. And if they ain't anymore, move on. But but don't hold somebody while you also like explore what else is out there. If you with somebody, be with that person. No fear of missing out. No no, in somebody else's DMs because you're just trying to keep one foot in the door to to see if maybe, possibly, kind of, could I get in if I needed to get in or if I wanted to get in. No, being satisfied with who I have, with where I am. That's the first B, be satisfied. The second B, again, was be truthful. Let your words mean something. Have integrity in your relationship. Tell the truth to each other. That's the way that Christians ought to be showing up in their relationship. I don't care how often you stream church or go to church or if you tithe and a list of other things. If you read the Bible app every morning and and all the things of religiosity. our, Our goal here at City Point is to cultivate people committed to Christianity as a lifestyle. How are you living it? How is it showing up in your life? It is, is it manifesting in the words that come out of your mouth to your partner? Are you truthful? And then the third B, we got to be satisfied, be truthful. And the third one, be willing to forgive. That is going to make our relationships strong. That will make our relationships last. That will make our relationships healthy. Those are the three Bs of relationships.